Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. Welcome to 51 First Dates, the podcast. We're a podcast about, you know, a dating project that existed and still continues to exist, though the torch has been passed a few times. And we're also just a podcast about, you know, feelings and thoughts and questions about dating or not dating or doing it. Totally. And sometimes we talk about Target and sometimes we talk about shoe metaphors and sometimes we talk about poop. I don't know. I'm trying to think about the things recently that we've been getting messages being like, we liked this. I know. Those are them. So if, if you're already turned off, it's cool. If you're new, welcome. If you're a constant listener, a constant listener, that sounds weird, a regular listener, thank you for coming back. We love you so much. If you're new, we love you too. But you might, if you want to hear about um, the dating project I I did with Liza's guidance uh, to break some dating habits, you can go back to the beginning where I go on one date a week. It's all anonymous. It's super about my growth because I'm a narcissist. No, but it's just about like switching up your habits. So we, we talk about dates, but like not super specifically. Or if you want to just hang with us, come join the party now. Um, we've had a second dater go through the process, uh, my brother Kenny, who has has had something develop from it as well. So I guess the project works. Are we saying that now? I honestly feel like we need to copyright it. We need to start uh, an Oprah-esque talk show where we make people do this. Because I've had other friends who have kind of started this, like inspired by the podcast, who things are like working out for too. So it's very exciting um, we're very happy that people keep um, meeting people they like from dating mm-hmm. because we force them to go on dates and talk about it on the internet. Um, and yeah, we're working on getting a new dater, a new batch of daters, like bringing in more people to start the experiment to talk about feelings. Um, and uh, we'll be back to you very shortly with updates on that. And in the interim, we're going to do something we haven't done in a while, which is just like a good old-fashioned mailbag, female bag. A female bag. I forgot that. Is that what we call it? A female bag. A female bag. Because we're so Um, fucking clever. (laughs) Wow. What what a pun. Um, Yeah. And we're going to read a bunch of listener mail. We're going to read a couple worst first dates. We're going to read a couple, like, advice requests and talk about them. And it's going to be just a rollicking good time. A rollicking good time. Wow, Liza. I haven't heard that in far too long. I don't, I'm like – it's funny because I I think I'm a combination of relaxed and a little drunk that I haven't been in a while. Like, like I'm not that – I'm not drunk. I'm like buzzed. I had a couple glasses of wine. But I've also just been feeling like really mellow today, which does not happen for me a lot. So it's – uh, it's going to be interesting, man. I'm going to be doing a lot of my hang 10 hands that you guys can't see. Yeah. Would it be safe to say you're having a rollicking good time as well? Like you're already I'm having, having a rollicking good day. It was weird. I had all this shit to do that I like knew I wasn't going to have enough time to do. And I just didn't bother me. That which never happens. I was just like, whatever, man. I'll stay up as late as I need to stay up. It's good. It's just because the weather's nice. There is no mystery. It's beautiful in New York today. And I, like, took a walk to, like, do – and I ran some errands and whatever. And I, it, it's, you know, yeah. it's not 
rocket science. I'm just happy because it's nice out. People are being nice to each other on the street. <laughs> no, it's it, I'm in LA and that moment happened honestly as I'm in LA. Let me brag about our weather. But it was really rainy and cold through the winter. It's yeah. not the same. But that day happened here I feel like a few weeks ago and I was like – fuck yeah all I want to do is drink outside all I want to do is like be smiling and wear cute outfits and yeah you know I don't think I wore cute outfits but I I intended to oh my god I've been breaking out my sundresses I'm wearing my signature overalls today I love your signature overalls (laughs) they're so dumb guys they're my favorite piece of clothing but they're barely clothing they're a baggy sack of green overalls we'll put a um, photo up on the instagram where you can follow us at one first dates pod we do some stories we do some photos we do some dming um you know anything and thank you for rate subscribe reviewing that really helps we love them even if you just write hi in your review and five stars on apple Podcasts. that's amazing Tag us in your Instagram stories. That is probably the coolest thing, and we thank you very much for doing it. If there's an episode that speaks to you, or if you just want to tag us, we'll give you some love back. Yes, for sure. And uh, you can also email us. If you like everything you're about to hear, you can email us at 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. Send us your worst first date stories, your weird first date stories. Oh, my God. A couple weeks ago, we asked for your your worst first first doing it stories like mm-hmm. the first time you had sex with someone and it was awkward and uh i'm loving all, every single one of them like we'll read some of those at a later date but please keep sending them um and what else i think just a secret facebook group <gasps> yes secret facebook group you just search it in facebook and you join it and you talk in a really you know respectful awesome community that we really uh deeply appreciate and love and i think it's probably where we have the most engagement other than listeners, you know, just people are yeah. actually getting like involved. I, I think like our Instagram would aspire to that. I think there's a lot of like like engagement, but we want like the conversations in the Facebook group are really, really fun. And we really appreciate all your, all your openness and sharing. Yeah. Dating is a scary thing to share about. It still is, even though we podcast about it. Um, it's, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody, um, you know, if you want to chat with us, I would say like posting in the secret Facebook group and tagging us is probably like the easiest way to get in touch. We will respond to DMs, like emails we usually mostly just pull from to talk about on the pod. Um, but Facebook group, we are there. I look at it almost every night before bed while I'm like a little high and I have lots of feelings because everyone's so nice and it makes me so happy. Um, so join us there. It'll be a party. Join us. All right. Well, let's like embark on this female bag. Female bag, part four or something, three. I don't know. We've done a bunch of them. You know. Uh, Let me see. So we are going to start with – okay, this is a simple jumping off point, but it's something that I think we've been asked a couple times. And weirdly, I have a friend who's like in this situation now, so I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, But here we go. Uh, This comes from a listener in the secret Facebook group, and she writes – um, has a guy ever told you on the second date that he thinks he's falling for you? I always hear about women women saying this, but this is a first for me. It was only the second date and we hadn't done anything more than kiss. I'm trying not to freak out as I do like him so far, but I've only seen him twice. Do, um, don't even have feelings yet. It seems like he doesn't have a lot of experience with relationships, neither do I, but this was enough to make me overthink. I'm, I've always dreamed about finding someone who doesn't play games and is direct, honest, and actually shows interest, but this, hap- but this is happening kind of fast and is scaring me. Um, yeah, 
I mean, it's interesting because I feel like I don't know, Kimmy. What's your what's your immediate response? Well, sorry. So it was the second date, and he said, "I'm falling for you." So first, I'm yes. going to be annoying and super PC and liberal, but I think just unpacking this, we're going to go to a lot of the like stereotypes about gender norms and things and a hetero relationship, right? Yes. Because I think this would definitely. There would be a lot of similarities if we were talking about like two men dating or two women or someone who was pansexual dating someone who was not, you know, whatever. But I think in this like most simple iteration of like two heterosexual people, a woman and a man on a date, yeah, the stereotype is like as soon as a woman says she's attaching herself too soon, which for me I would be like, no, it's eight months and I still don't really like you. I just kind of like you. Like, you know, that is the stereotype we've all been made to – believe, understand from all of the movies, all of the TV, all of the books. You know, I think it's being broken down all the time, but there's still that thing, I don't want to be too needy as a woman, kind of in all areas Mm -hmm. of life, but especially in relationships and especially in early dating. So I'm like on a little tear here and I don't even know where I'm going with it. Do it, girl. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Um, But I feel, okay, so that's all annoying and there are many more technicalities and experts, you know, have researched this, but so that's something to start with. Like just the simple – my first thing is like, oh, this is like – look how thoughtful our female listeners being about this. Whereas like if a girl said it to a guy, I really feel like with some – unless it was a guy who was like less commitment phobic or – not that all guys are commitment phobic. This is so hard to talk about. But just the stereotypical thing would be if a girl said this to a guy, he, he would probably be a little taken aback by it, I would say, on a second date. Like I'm falling for you. Okay? Yes. So – I think like that is to say now that it's flipped, our listeners being really thoughtful about it, but a second date is still early. I think that like gender aside, like to me it feels early to have someone say they're falling for you because I'd be kind of like, how well do you even know me? Especially, was this an app date? I don't know. But she's only seen uh, him I don't twice. think she mentions. Okay. Yeah. But seen him twice, you know, and I know texting is a thing, but I don't believe in text chemistry being real chemistry at me. Cool. So my thought is like, That is one thing. I think if you feel like it's too soon, okay. But the other thing is I personally, like I know the listener said she doesn't have a lot of experience with relationships, nor did I, or I had experience with like not so serious relationships. Sometimes it scares me to let someone in at all. Like I sort of believe that no one can like me. I still wonder if my boyfriend really loves me. Not really, but like do. Like I just can't believe anything good would happen sometimes, which is the whole thing. So I think that – I was literally talking about this in therapy today where I was like, well, everything's going to come crashing down any second. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not everything you should – like that's what's so shocking for me is that I still have all these insecurities now that I'm in a relationship. Like it doesn't solve Yeah, they don't go away. No. Yeah. But I think like this listener like is being smart and thinking about it, but it's really – here's my thought. If someone had said that to me on a first – a second date, I would be a little turned off. Sorry, I know it's yeah. bad, but and I think- I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with a lot of things you're saying. I think to me, I I feel that there is a an element of this that feels like maybe he I don't I don't think you can really like know someone after hanging out with them twice or get to know them that well. And I definitely believe in 
um, like vibes and first impressions. And like if if this listener had said like the first date was the most amazing three hours of my life, we connected so immediately. But like I've had that experience where I've fucking gone out and had a beer with someone who like my my boyfriend, like I had a beer with him and I didn't really even want to because I didn't know him that well. And I thought it was going to be awkward. And it was like the best conversation I had had with anyone in years and I was like oh my god I really like this person like and I think he's kind of cute and whatever but like she didn't describe it that way so I don't think that also did you say that to him on the second time you hung out I'm falling for you fully fully you did oh oh me oh my god I thought you were talking about our listener oh no and did I was you agreeing s- with you no 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 oh did no you- it was like four months before we even like kissed <laughs> yeah no yes, I no, was I, like I think it's a red flag like 100 no. percent but no, for like two months, we were like, it's so nice. We reconnected. It's so great to be friends. <laughs> like <laughs> fucking whatever. Um, no, no, no. I think that, but okay. He, if I think the listener, if she had had an amazing, like sparks filled, chemistry filled first date with him, she probably would have said that in this post. So I'm going to go ahead and assume she didn't. Mm-hmm. I think it's really hard for anyone to know you after one and a half dates. So... I feel like my concern is that it's someone who likes the idea of someone rather than putting in the work to get to know the person. You know what I mean? Someone who's like, you check my boxes, which look like that's it's not unimportant. And we all want to check boxes for the people who we're dating, who we're attracted to. Like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I would just question maybe what this guy thinks a relationship is. If he thinks like, oh, I like you, you're, I'm, you know, you are like, I'm sure, I'm sure you're beautiful, but I'm, you know, he's like, he, she's beautiful, she's this, like her job is this, like maybe it's more about who he, like who you are on paper than who you're, who you really are. And I'm sure the thing is, is like who you really are is probably fucking fantastic because you sound great. Um, and all of our listeners are gems. So obviously, like, there's a lot there, and if he were to get to know you, I'm sure he would feel that way even more. But it, it's weird that he ha- he's, like, made a decision before he knows you. Is that not is that weird? No, it is really weird. I think we're being really polite and dissecty about this, actually. He also might just want to fuck. Sorry to be that crass. But oh, like, shit. You yeah. haven't – I think, like, that's something sometimes when I hear men talk about, they never say it, but they, I think some men are really in it in a certain way until they get the sex and then once they've come it changes like mm. not to be so gross and disgusting so I'm that's an no. option or this guy's yeah. just a dweeb and doesn't really know how to communicate but I think we're being super polite about something that is kind of weird and our listener wrote like she doesn't want she's always dreamt of someone who doesn't play games and is super direct that's fine you can be super honest and not playing games and not say I'm falling for you on the second date I don't know yeah I, I feel like it is 50 shades of weird but yeah it it definitely gives me weird vibes I I'm maybe projecting because like a friend of mine is dating someone right now who really early was like super all in on her and she had similar feelings where she was like he doesn't know me like it's nice it's flattering but what like it it also I think puts undue pressure on you which is not really fair like I think it's another thing of like read the room if he was feeling that way about you like it is cool to feel that and express it but also to be so upfront about it can put you in an uncomfortable position and yeah yeah and simply I don't know falling for you I feel like she didn't just like 
create new words. I think he said that. Like, I really like hanging out with you or like I'm having, I'm like, it's so fun. I can't you. wait to hang out again. I hope you yeah. want to. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just you're... It's very bachelor language too. Yeah. Oh my god. It is it is the bachelor. It's the bachelor language. Yeah. He, he has been told some weird script and that's why I think I hate it so much. Like I'm yeah. I'm starting to fall for you. I think I'm could see myself falling in love with you eventually. Like now they have so many yeah. iterations of that. Oh it's, my god. It's yes, unfortunately now I watch The Bachelor. Um, oh God, I love trash TV now. It's fine. I've I mean, it's the best. Succumbed. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, I feel like we've, uh, listener, uh, update us on this and let us know how it, how it all panned out. But I think that in general, if people are in this situation, I also think it's cool, like, if you do like this guy and you're like, I do want to keep going and see what the fuck his deal is, whatever. Like, I think you can also be like, hey, like, you know, I like you too, just like, so you know like I prefer to take things like pretty slow like you got to give me time to get you know to get to know you and and then just you know make sure you're on the lookout for him like pressuring you to be more than you want to be yeah because again I think the reason I got kind of like bothered by this was just because our listeners taking it so much upon like herself like ooh, I've asked for this thing so shouldn't I just be grateful for it like fucking no 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 no, no. yeah you don't have to really like someone just because they like you never yeah never and yeah. I like just think that women do that so much more than men you mm-hmm. can be perfectly polite and not like someone back um, totally and again I'm not saying she doesn't but she's like she said she didn't have feelings yet I think in this email and I've been there I do not I've never had like automatic feelings Unless it's like I had automatic feelings because I was friends with the person. So then it's not even automatic. But then it's, yeah, then it's like years of knowing someone. I mean, I think that the other thing is that, uh, you know, obviously we all want that. I mean, that's a lie. We don't all want that. But I think a lot of us, especially people listening, like who are struggling with dating, that's what they want. They want connection. They want someone to really like them. They want someone to be really invested. But it doesn't mean anything if it's not like the right person. Like, the wrong person in that scenario, it's not good at all. Like, it has to be someone you feel that way about, too, or else, like, just the thing isn't enough. It's like somebody giving you chocolate pudding but no spoon. Yeah. (laughs) That's the fucking weirdest analogy. Where did that come from? Now I want chocolate pudding. I know. I think I just want dessert. I love dessert. (laughs) Oh, I want dessert. Okay. Welcome to our brains. But yeah, and like, okay, if you go back and listen to the, I don't know what episode it was, but when I went out with Date 13, who's now my boyfriend, I, he was like, yeah, when I listened to that episode, it like wasn't really about me. Your car ride home wasn't really about me because I record Taxi Cab Confessions, which is what we called like my first impressions after the date. I would record a recording on the way home usually or the next day if I was cheating. Um, and it's true, like, I knew that we got along, but I was going on a lot of dates. It wasn't, like, some magical firework that it was different. Yeah. It was definitely different than a lot of, like, I just, I think usually if I have a magical firework that soon, it has a lot more to do with, like, lust or, like, for me, instead of, sometimes my lust is inspired by, like, a successful person or, like, a person who went to a good school or, like, that Yeah. Shit. Or someone who fits your story. I mean. Fits the story. Yeah. Esther Perel, my girl, my favorite Belgian uh, relationship therapist slash podcaster or whatever. She always says when you pick a relationship, you're picking a story for yourself. And a lot of people pick the story instead of focusing on the person. And it's a problem. Uh, anyway, we we really <laughs> – 
<laughs> did we overcover that? I um, did. Do you do you feel as fine? Chatty? I, I'm I'm even sober. I haven't had a, a single. Sip I am of- like. Oh, I'm feeling so good. Okay, let's go on to the next one because this one's fun. Okay, cool. Um, do you want to read it? You want me sure, to read it? Sure, yeah. I'm going to hop in. First of all, this listener, we talked about her um, secret Facebook group post in episode 64, and I'll kind of rehash that a little bit. But I just want to shout out – I'm not going to read the whole email, but the introduction to this email is so, so, so sweet – and it was like it's about us helping and her anxiety and so if we can ever help with anxiety we are not experts we are not licensed but we are here to listen and chat like in a again make dating fun like again I know we don't like that but I like it but we're just trying to uh, take some of the shit out of dating just like flip it upside down like it's I'm just so happy that we can at all be helpful when we record this babbling, you know, from two coasts in this country. So thank you so much, listener, for this really sweet note. Um, okay. It, yeah, it means an enormous amount to us. Like, it, yeah, I don't want So we're, we're only skipping in. over it because we don't want to, like, suck our own dicks, you know, and make you all listen to it. <laughs> um, so to sum up what she was going through in the secret Facebook group when she posted and then we spoke about it on an episode, she was trying to figure out how, how to have the what are we combo – and really figure out where things were going with the guy she was dating. Um, and we made an episode all about the what are we conversation because I think it's pretty impossible, but it's so important. But it's also like not always so important, but it is like, you know, basically welcome to this podcast where I say my 18 opinions on everything. I have all of the – I take all sides. But okay, now I'm going to read the email from our listener. So in response to that episode – You both gave me some great advice about setting a deadline for myself when I was personally no longer comfortable about not knowing what the status of my relationship was. I love this tip and told myself end of February was my deadline. By then, it will be five months that him and I have been dating, and to me, that's a long time to commit to someone without knowing what their future intentions are. Fuck yeah. The fuck yeah was me. However... (laughs) I am having a hard time holding myself to that lately. We're taking great steps in our relationship, but I am petrified for the day to come where I have to really find out what's going on with us. I feel comfortable and confident with him, but I still question things. This could be anxiety or it could be a genuine concern. It's so hard to figure out the difference. Have you two ever been in a situation where you couldn't figure out if it was genuine worry or just nerves, anxiety coming up? I trust that this man is genuine and cares about me. We exchange Christmas gifts, a minor concern I mentioned in my first post to the group. He Mm -hmm. finally met some of my friends and I've even met his brother. We have plans for the future. Our families know about each other and he's been really there for me lately. I even expressed my anxiety to him that I struggle with abandonment and I'm concerned he will leave me. He promised that wouldn't happen, of course. Do you think I should stick to the plan I set for myself back in December with the end of February being the deadline, discovering what our label is? Do I really even need to do this at this point? Am I just hung up on the title of it all because that's what society told me is necessary? Am I crazy for being bothered that his Facebook still says single? Am I even more crazy that I am nervous to post a picture of us on Facebook because his relationship status says single? You can see the crazy rabbit hole I head down when I start thinking of all this. I know that was a lot to digest with no clear question. Yes, there was. Take it how you will. Um, If more info is needed, I'll gladly tell you more. I easily get wrapped up in my thoughts and the writing of it all. Okay. So many disclaimers at the end. No, no, no. This is what we're here for. I relate to this so much. But Liza, I want you to take this away first. First of all, you are not crazy for anything you feel ever. <laughs> Truly. I agree. Um, like, if if that's how you're feeling, that's how you're fucking feeling. And I think that, you know, feeling that you want to 
have some clarity on the relationship is like the most the most normal, the most human thing that you could ever want. Like, And I think that um, obviously you wrote to us a couple months ago and things might be different now. Also, we're recording this. This is com- this episode's coming out like three weeks after we recorded or something. We're, we're getting ahead, uh, like, you know, um, ahead. So things could be very different now because obviously February, especially by the time this episode comes out, February was a while ago. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll um, hit you up and try to get an update. Uh, but I think that ultimately, um, if this is still going on, I think that it's time that you ask. You know, I think that if it matters to you, and it sounds like it does, and if it matters to you, that's super valid, and you deserve to know what he is, especially if you care about him, you're starting to open up to him, like, he's obviously becoming a big part of your life, and, you know, you're, you're um, like, putting down, you know, like, you're getting involved in each other's broader circle of humans and all of that stuff um, is meaningful and there's emotional investment in all of it. And it's completely fair for you to want to know. So I do think you should stick to your deadline, even though the deadline was uh, a month and a half ago as of us recording this. Um, I think that it's uh, it was there for a good reason and you want clarity and you deserve it. And I think you can totally go to him and just say something simple and be like, hey, like, are you my boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. Because you've been able to have this abandonment talk with him. You're thinking about posting a picture on Facebook with him, which, fuck Facebook status, not worried about that. But, like, you can't post a picture on Facebook with someone, I feel, unless you know where you're at with them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the whole, like, even Instagram story popping someone in, seeing what their reaction is like, is, like, a terrible terrible thing all around. I just don't think it's like the way to go. It can feel scarier to say it, but like here's my like first I'll do like the harshest version only because I relate to this so much. Um the whole thing about is it like just nerves and anxiety or genuine worry? Like you're anxious for a reason. Like as much as like because I was on this like doing a lot of dates when I met date number 13, it probably took five months to like make it like I'll stop going on the dates for the podcast and that was like podcast around it. But I personally didn't have the nerves because I was like having another dating life. But he finally was like I have a little like I need to like know otherwise I can't do this at a certain point. And I respected that and then you know even with the podcast was like okay, 32 dates it is. I guess I quit. But I just think like I – I don't think you should feel anxious at five months about this stuff. Like my most – the most similar thing I had to this, which went on far too long, I was anxious. But like when I really asked myself gut-wise, it was because I like – even if I knew his friends, you know, I I felt gut-wise like this isn't – I'm not – this is not going to work out for me. And I'm like – it. I I don't know. If you're feeling – like you know what your anxiety is and you shouldn't be feeling it. That's my thought. And I know that's harsh and they could be together and so happy right now. But my bet is if they are, it's because someone brought up the conversation. Because you're not hung up on a label because society told you to. No, you're not. If you want to be exclusive with someone, you don't even have to call yourselves boyfriend and girlfriend. It's not about society. But if you're having any nerves about it, if you're writing into us about it, you need to set some rules. Otherwise, of course, like if someone kind of wants to like keep things casual, they'll they'll – not bring it up for as long as possible, right? Maybe you have to be the one to do it. Um, I don't know. I just think – I know I'm being like a little bit harsh, but I just don't think these – like I, I think he would easily say like, yep, 
committed. But I think he's going to take the easy way out and not commit until you say something. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a good point. And I think that, like, I, I think there's a totally decent chance that, like, you guys are both avoiders of difficult conversations. I've been in relationships where that was the case. And it was, like many many months and like took one person getting super duper drunk to ask if we were boyfriend and girlfriend and took a year to say I love you and like I've been in mm-hmm. I've been in situations where nobody was a talker and they were not healthy relationships because usually I think somebody has to be able to bring um I think, I mean, you know what? I don't fucking know. Because all I'm all I'm basing it on is my own, like, limited experience. But I think generally speaking, like, in most of the romantic situations I've been in, when there's two people who are not, like, talkers, who are not going to, like, come out and, like, be like, let's have this conversation because it's easier to have it than to not have it, it's very, very difficult to, like, have a communicative good relationship. I'm always the one who doesn't want to talk and, like, shuts it down. Although I'm learning to not be that person. <laughs> It still, like, does come naturally to me. If neither of you guys are that person and you're really craving that co- that communication, I think you have to um, figure out the ways in which you can um, become that. The ways, like, in which you feel comfortable and powerful, even if it means, like, you're expressing to him, like, hey, I'm anxious about having this conversation, but I want to know if you're my boyfriend. Like, I want to know what we are. Yeah. And then Mm. gauge his reaction. You know, I think that at this point you owe it to yourself to have the conversation and initiate it since you've been in it for long enough and you obviously have feelings for this person. Yeah, you used to be petrified to like describe the moment of finding out, whereas you've shared a lot of other things like your gut's telling you something and your gut could be wrong or just super hyper anxious, but I think you need to check that out sooner because there should be no rules. But looking back, I wish I like my older self could tell my 20s self like, after three months, if you're like you want it to become something else or or you just – or one of you does or the person you're dating seems yeah. to want it to be more serious and you're – because I've let things go on from my end too, selfishly. Like three months feels like a tapping out point. Like I, I don't – I know that's like we don't need to set rules, but five months is a lot of your life. I don't know. I'm – again, I'm on I the other it's... side of like doing this a lot and like for me in my circumstances, it was always like I should have – just had the conversation sooner, I would have felt better. I would have yeah saved it's myself like a, stress totally. all nights and like Venmo stalking people. <laughs> and I also think that like if you're – I think it's important to look at your fear and, and think about what it's about too. Because if you're afraid of having the conversation because it seems terrifying, I identify with that. Like if it feels like it's more about you and, and your fears about – um, like having those open conversations, like, girl, I fucking feel you, and it's very scary. It doesn't stop. I mean, it stops being scary, but it does take time, and I get it. If you're afraid that you're not going to get the response you want, I think that's kind of like if you're if you're avoiding the conversation because you think that he's not where you want him to be. Like, I think that's kind of maybe what you're talking about, Kimmy, and that's probably worth thinking about, like, why you feel that way at this point after five months. Yeah, like Liza was like a. A good friend to me in moments where I felt like you did. But like if you could say it straight, a lot of my friends knew how it was going to end up. I just like had to figure it out on my own. However, the best way to like speed up the process of figuring out on your own is to just have that that conversation. It's You can even say it like Liza said, like, are you my boyfriend? Like there are lots of casual ways to say it. It's just – it's super time, I think. Yeah. I'm going to draw Practice. a hard line in the sand. 
practice on a friend, practice the conversation, and then make yourself have it. Like pick the day you're going to do it and think about where it makes sense and and do it. And let us know how it goes because we care and we want to um, we want to know and support you. And if, if it doesn't work out with this guy, then he's not your lobster and, and you'll find your lobster. You saved yourself so much time. I <laughs> just like that's totally. again, so personal to me. But now I'm like, oh my God, this is what it's supposed to feel like. Way more normal. Like not like always wondering if it's like the anxiety is is addicting to me. But like around the thrill of that in a relationship. Like what are we? What aren't we? Am I going to get that text? Am I not? But like there's another version of that relationship where like you know what's going on and it's still exciting in different ways, I think. Totally. Yeah, for sure. And it's like the the support that's there and the underlines things is like, you know, uh it's apparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So uh let's should we read a couple words first? Should we take an ad break? Oh yeah, good idea. Ad break. Hi, we're back. What a break. Uh, um, we are going to, before we read a worst first, we are going to um, read a fun, upbeat thing uh, that, okay, so uh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, sorry, <laughs> I can't even. A couple weeks ago, we had a thousand, uh, a thousand people in our secret Facebook group. We've been talking about it a lot because we're very excited. Um, but... We asked as a celebratory thread to for people to share their best dating tips, like are the best pieces of dating advice they'd ever gotten. So we're going to read them and talk about them. Great. The first one is date like you've got a boyfriend or girlfriend. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like that's what the project <laughs> is about. I feel like it's like, okay, just date like you're dating other people or you already have someone. Like I get that. Totally. I feel like that's our that's like the four man plan adjacent thing where it's like date a bunch of people at once because then you'll put less pressure on any one date or any you know any one person texting you for a second date like you won't be as worried about all those things if you have a bunch of people in your rotation which we're all about. I also like taking um, it kind of like uh, like you've got a boyfriend so society already thinks that so like take rid of get rid of that part and then see if you actually yeah. want to date the person because you're connected to them not just to be totally. with someone. Cuz I have Multi-layered. seen too many people in my life just need to be with someone so badly they're with someone poopy. Those sucks. Yeah. Oh my god. Too, way too many people. Um Okay, the next one is, if it is meant for you, it will not run or hide or, avi- or avoid being yours. Uh, I think this is so important to remember because no matter what you do or how hard you try, you can't force something that is not meant to be. Yeah. Also, very fucking wise. Yeah. Especially when it comes to, like, people's feelings about you romantically. You just – it sucks, but you can't force them. <laughs> like Truly. To be, you can't be like, well, you like effing me, so if you like doing it with me, why don't you, like – doing Christmas with me because that's just not how it works. Totally. RuPaul always says other other people's opinions of me are none of my business. And that doesn't sound like it applies, but let me talk it all the way through. I feel like you can't control what people think of you is what he's saying. So you have to be yourself. Like you have to be yourself. You have to ask for what you want and like be confident in in what you need and what you require like what you're okay with um because you can't control like, like modulating your personality so that people will 
uh, so that things will work out in a certain way you want them is not a sustainable long-term solution. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's not it's not sustainable at all to like fake anything. Like you have to be get like pretty comfortable if you're going to be with someone for all of those years, or so I imagine. Like I don't understand. Yeah. Like I can't even fake it a year into something. I'm like I'm disgusting. Cool, welcome. I sweat in my sleep sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it just doesn't matter what I don't know any if I feel like I have so many friends who act slightly different once they start dating someone because they want to be some version of themselves. And that's bullshit. You should absolutely be able to fart in front of your boyfriend or girlfriend if you can't. I mean, I don't know yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, I try to not, but like, uh, yeah. I, I, I guess I try to not unless, you know, I'm already sitting on the couch and I don't want to get up. <laughs> um, okay. Next. I, yeah. Oh, it's your turn to read one. I'm sorry. I don't care. I almost, we don't have I to got, be Democrat. We don't have to be fair here. Fuck I got fair. excited about it. Equality. Dating is like an appetizer sampler. You never know what you'll end up liking, so might as well try everything. My mom. Laughing, crying emoji. Okay, I oh like that God. it's a mom quote. <laughs> Amazing. It does sound a little bit like something you'd buy at HomeGoods, um, you know, painted on a piece of like driftwood, <laughs> you know, in like you know, some beige totally. color. But I, I like it. Yeah, you should try I it. I love it. And you should definitely date somebody that you don't think you would normally date. I feel like a lot of people I know have ended up with someone, like super in love with someone who they didn't want to go out with at first because they were like, I would never date him. He's a blah, 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 like profession or he's this or he's that or he's from Florida. I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, literally exactly. what I'm doing right now. Sorry exactly. to our Floridian listeners, but you know – the Florida man. I You've just been like to from give Florida for shit. a while. You you You've know heard. the stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, okay. What's the next one? What is it? I lost it. Where is it? I'll Here read it. it. Is. You'll, okay. you'll read it. No, you got it. You got it, girl. Okay, ready? Check in with yourself on a date. How are you really feeling? Do you feel safe and free to be you? Free Fuck, to be yeah. you. You guys are all so wise. This is so much ponies and rainbows for one episode, I <laughs> feel. I'm feeling it. I love it. I mean, but to be fair, you should. You should be like, am I having a fucking good time or am I not? Okay, cool. Like, and I think on a first date, that's hard because you might not be free to be yourself on a first date. I never was. No matter how good it was and how comfortable I felt, I am just an awkward person. Um, Like, I could fake it till I make it, you know? But Uh I do feel agree with the safe part specifically. For sure. And also I think like, look, with the understanding that all first dates are kind of awkward, I'm sure there is a spectrum of how awkward you feel on them. Like you mm-hmm. felt more comfortable on some and less comfortable on others. Like the – the it doesn't have to be maybe perfect on a first date. But if you're on a first date and you feel like medium comfortable, I think that's great. Me too. <laughs> you know? That's a win. So the next one is, it's okay to not like someone even if they like you. We kind of talked about that. Topical. I probably stole it from the listener. Probably. Because I love stealing ideas. Just kidding. (laughs) But sort of. For sure. We all do. But okay, so I like this because, yeah, I think especially women sometimes feel obligated to like the person who likes them back for fear of, you know, hurting feelings or getting murdered. And I know I'm being Uh jokey about this, but it is a thing, so – yeah, that is really... how I got my first boyfriend in middle school was that he liked me 
all you know what all of my boyfriends not all whatever but you know when you're in middle school and like freshman sophomore in high school when it's like so innocent all, like all three of them they were boys who liked me a lot and I didn't like and I just didn't I just said like sure I'll be your girlfriend and then I avoided them and broke up with all of them I think with notes that I left in their lockers I mean yeah, it all starts in middle school, guys. You know, uh, I just felt bad. I didn't want to be mean. I didn't want to be rude. Whatever. No, it's, it's really hard. hard. It's hard. Even ter- yeah. we've talked about this a million times. But turning down like a second date, it's it's all a bunch of for sure bananas, for sure. Okay, the next one is dating should be fun. All caps. Woo. Look at it as a way to meet new people, try new restaurants, learn about different cultures and ways of life, get book recommendations, be light about your expectations. You're just meeting someone new, and you can just walk away if it doesn't feel fun. Agreed. So good. That's why yeah. you should go on fifty-one dates. Just fucking try it. It's not a hundred. Yeah, it's annoying, but you can do it. Even one a month, like that listener who wrote in one a month, she was trying to get on and her therapist recommended the pod and I'm still obsessed with that fact. Oh my God, for sure. I told my therapist about that today. Oh my God, was it her? <laughs> Could you tell? Did she, she like wink a little bit? So Liza no, and I had the same she did therapist. not. And you can tell when she's like, knows about something. But uh, no, she was like, oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> I miss her, I miss her. I know. Uh so, da, 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 da. yeah, I mean, I feel like that was the thing that surprised Kimmy the most in her dating journey was that, like, once you get point past, once she got past the point of, it's weird because I'm talking to the listeners, but also, like, I'm looking at you. But <laughs> once Kimmy got past the point of um, being anxious about, like, what, um, you know, what it meant about her if she did or didn't get a t- text night of but this and that a second date like all of that it was like truly just a lot of it was fun it was like you're meeting all of these random people you would never meet who aren't in your sphere or who don't you wouldn't cross pathways who don't do a similar job than you go to the same school as you like all of the normal quote-unquote ways you would meet people like it's a that's a really rare experience to just really and truly get to like meet and have a conversation with someone who you would not have met otherwise and get to hear about their life. Like it is cool if you take away all of the horrible shitty things about it. There's something cool about it. Yeah, trying new bars and restaurants to look at if you can like reframe it too. Like I'm also doing this while I'm doing this. Like I'm dating, but yeah. I'm also learning about a new restaurant. Maybe you're yes. getting new recommendations. That that's an I just that added bonus just jumped into my head. Okay, next one. Don't let someone bring you down. My mom calls it the thumb. If they need to push you down just a little bit all the time, it's just as bad as anything else. I dip right Mm. out at the first sign of that. I'm too bright a star. Bye. Cue the Lizzo, I feel like. (laughs) Like, Yes. Play Lizzo. Siri. For sure. It won't. For sure. (laughs) Um, I was like waiting for it. Um, Yeah. I mean, fuck yeah. If if there is any any aspect of – jealousy any aspect of worrying about where you are who you're spending your time with like I mean look a little bit of like jealousy is not crazy but when it veers into any kind of anyone telling you what you should be doing other than like you know flossing and wearing sunscreen like that's not kosher no it's not and it's like I feel like I'm more e- – it's easier for me to be jealous. I'm like, where are you? But not in that way. But then I'm like, oh, I see how this could escalate if you were one degree more jealous. Like- well, also, like, I get it. There's – I have moments of jealousy. Like, uh, 
you know, it's not, I think that's totally normal. I didn't mean to be so harsh on it, but I think it's the thing of like when you feel jealous of someone and then, or someone feels jealous of you and then it starts exhibiting in their actions. Like they start trying to prevent you from hanging out with people, Mm -hmm. prevent you from going to stuff, like doing anything that changes the way you operate in an, in a negative or like repressive way like that's when it starts to get if they're changing the way you operate I mean I feel like a good relationship sometimes changes the way you operate in a really positive way like for example Jeff taught me that I shouldn't just put everything on my credit card and not worry about it forever (laughs) like there are you know ways that people can tell you things to do that are positive Mm -hmm. but if it's about controlling the way you act like yeah no I, I, yeah, and that's like a whole, yeah, we, we've gone there in a couple episodes, but yeah. And then next one, don't settle. I'm, I'm skipping you. I'm sorry, Liza. Do not settle. Be picky. You deserve it. Picky, we try to reclaim that word because it gets shit on all the time. I think like be picky about not settling or like, I don't know, like, fuck it. If you want someone who treats you a particular way, totally legit. Go for it. Wait for it. It'll happen. For Took sure. me till I was 29. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think that like, the whole thing of just having a relationship, to have one or getting married to get married is going out of fashion in at least New York and obviously like other places too. And like, thank fucking God, we are not in our grandmother's shoes. We do not have to get married just so that like our fathers don't have to worry about us. Although I know some somewhere and in some places like there are there is enormous family pressure and cultural pressure and religious pressure. Like I'm I. Of course, know that. Um, But we're very lucky to live when we live. So we get to be picky when all of our foremothers forever did not. So we got to take advantage of it uh, on their behalfs for everything they did for us. Yeah, we really do. Because I do feel like I have some friends who don't – Who it's still just societal pressure. But – and maybe like family upbringing or whatever, but not like concrete rules. I I feel like I know people who are in relationships or who – want to get married I don't know a lot of people a lot of my friends aren't married too this came up the last time I was in New York my college friends just like haven't gotten married and many of them were in very serious relationships in their 20s or are still which is interesting something's happening but it's also there's I I just want to like but it's okay to want yeah Amy Schumer touches us on this in her new special uh like we get married late in New York Mm mm-hmm like, it, it, we really do. Like, I, I have, you know, some friends who are married, but the vast majority of my close friends in New York are not married. N- almost none of them have kids. Yep. Like, and a lot of my fr- – like, I went to school in Chicago, so a lot of my friends are from Chicago, from the Midwest, live in Chicago still, which is a huge metropolitan city, like, obviously. And they're married. They're starting to have kids. Like, New York – and I think especially there is a little bit of a, like – you can delay and delay and delay. <laughs> like, it's not yeah. – the pressures here are less to, uh, to get married. Um, Like, I think there are more in other ways of, like, make money, look amazing all the I time. I think L.A. is similar. I'm, I'm not yeah. dating here, but from everything that I gather. Yeah. But, yeah. but it is, like, well, then take those extra years. You don't have to, like, wait it out if you're in a relationship. I just think people need to, like – I know some friends I'd want to be a little more picky – and, like, I know yes. it's scary to start over, but I wish I could just be like, do it because you want to get married, totally. but this one isn't working out. We all have those people where we're like, you deserve to feel like you are getting everything and more. Um, okay, shall we worst one. it? Oh, do we oh is there a last one? one? It's last one. I'll just read it. We don't even have to comment on it because it's a great, it's a great 
you know, period at the end of the sentence. If you're not into it, you don't owe an apology or an explanation. No thanks, no guilt, and keep it moving, sis. Perfect. So now we've reiterated that point three times in one episode. No comment needed. Oh, wait, did we? All right, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's kind of different. Just like at at an ending, if you want to end something, you don't have to feel bad about ending something. That's true. But you can do Um, it nicely. Yeah, totally. Be nice always, but also like you don't owe someone something after a date or two or a year or two. No, but that could be our takeaway. Like, you you don't have to be into it just because they are. Totally. For sure. (laughs) That might be the title of this episode, other than Female Bag Part 12 or whatever. Um, We're going to do a worst first, and then we're going to just go ahead and bounce on out. Bounce (laughs) on out. Nope on out of here. All right. Um, You want to read it? Sure. I'll go for it. Okay. I'd gone out with this guy a few times, hooked up a couple times, and even met his dad. He invited me to bake gingerbread cookies with him and his dad before the holidays. That's fucking cute. Um, he was kind of known for being a douchebag player in my social circle. That's not cute. But since he was going out with me so openly, I thought there was a chance he could be open for something more serious. I decided to put him to the test, not very mature, I know, and see how he'd act with me around my friends. So I invited him to go with me to my friend's birthday party. Well, at the party, he made out with another girl, then got mad at me for not wanting to kiss him goodbye at the end of the night. Such a great guy. We didn't go on any more dates after that. He did try to hook up several times, though. It's never felt better to turn someone down. Ha. Never hope to change a player. Lesson learned. Oh, my God. I read that. I hadn't read that yet. I just literally read it right now. (laughs) Ugh. I'm sorry. Yeah, that just sucks. It's just shitty. I mean, what? Like, how? Like, how? I want to know how old this person is. I know. You Not can't. that it makes it better, but if he's 21, I will be like, maybe there's a chance for him in his future. If he is over 24, like, he's cooked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I agree. <laughs> Can you let us know how old he is, listener? Who let us know it? how old he is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. But I, maybe that just, like, all of our uh, fluffy bunny talk, like, maybe that just sums it up. Like, when it got like, – it doesn't matter if you can be like, well, I made gingerbread with his dad – if he's making out with another girl at the party, you got to go. You don't Arr. need to do anything. Yep. Oh, well. my God. But I love that you, yeah, you got to nope him over and over again. Be like, no, I'm not kissing you. No, I'm not hooking up with you. No, I'm not. Like, mm, yeah, that is, and great uh, reminder, that is a good some situation. Of those box checkers are just, like, not actual indicators of, like, if, you know what I mean? Like, meeting someone. Yeah. Like, I'm just kind of going back to that other stuff. But, like. Totally. N- yeah. yeah. None of that. I just – so many times tried to validate things and then, well, you get this. Well, you know it or you don't know it. They yes. are into it or they're not. Bye. For sure. Um, I'm going to read this one other really short one just because I think it's funny and sad. <laughs> like it's a, it's a good quick one. Okay. Um, he kept ordering more rounds because our conversation seemed great. We seemed to have lots in common. Everything seemed good. He ordered another round, round three, and went to the rot washroom. When he got back, he received a phone call from his roommate. Turns out their dishwasher exploded and he had to help because the apartment was flooding. He reassured me he was in no rush and wanted to take time to finish our drinks. I called him out on his BS. He revealed that he didn't feel chemistry and thought that lying and saying his dishwasher broke was saving me the public, public embarrassment of him rejecting me. Um, thank you. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just think it's funny because we've, you know... We've to- we've talked about how to leave a date if you can feel it it's going well, but we haven't really talked about being on the other side of that when someone's just like, eh, 
which like fucking happens. It sucks. Because we have encouraged the lie. But I guess if you're going to lie, honestly, do what this guy did. Like once you get called out, just fucking cop to it. Don't try to like lie forever. Like, Do you think so? I was in the lie forever camp. I was like, dude, pick your lie, own your lie. That's true. Because now he just did the whole thing. Now he just made it worse. You're right. Yeah. If you're going to lie, you got to stick with it. Yes, yes, yes. It's like, Own your story, man. Get on message. Please not guilty. No. Like my – it's wild. My dishwasher like, actually oh broke. my god. Google like picture of exploding dishwasher and be like, this is my house right now. Wait. No, I, I'm being I, – I can I mean, just picture this going down like, okay, I'm not into this. Maybe he's been dating a lot. Like because we're, we're okay with – like it's, it's mean because then he ended up being mean. Like I'm saving you the embarrassment. That's annoying. Yeah, he should have yeah. lied. You're right. But like we're always on board with like the lie. But like how creative did one need to get to be like – Ooh, and then the dishwasher. It just feels like such a dude lie. Like, okay, yeah, the dishwasher is exploding. Like, I why would you have to be home for that if your roommate's there and dealing with it? Also, he had just ordered another round. Why don't you say like, cool, you guys, you want to get the check? Like, I'm gonna probably head home. Yeah. Why not? Like, just do that, and then you don't have to lie. You can just say this has been so fun. Like, you know, let's get let's grab the check, and you know, I'm gonna start thinking about heading out. And there are better apartment lies. Like, I bet we could come up with them right now. Like, I'm like, just say your roommate's locked out. Cool. Yeah. Go fully. Go get him. He's locked out. Totally. Like, say that your fire alarm's going off and your landlord is texting you. Like, totally. Just your roommate and the dishwasher just doesn't make any sense. No. Not at all. Also, like, what are you going to do at night on a weeknight with an exploding dishwasher? Like, you're not going to do anything. You're going to call someone in the morning to come fix it. The apartment's like, sweating from the dishwasher. I just, like, I don't think the dishwasher it's so really does weird. Like, <laughs> That's so, such a weird lie. I'm sorry you had to go through this, listener. Yes, that I'm is sorry. annoying and weird. Jeez. Like, but I like that you have a sense of humor about it and are just like, yeah, it's fucking whatever, man. Yeah. Me too. Bizarre. Guys. You know, we just spread two really shitty accounts. But that's what this is for, right? So, like, don't be shy. Send us – it's anonymous. Send us – email is best and keep sending them. If we haven't read them, just send them again. I know we are bad at this. But if they're short and sweet like those two were, we're way more likely to read them too. Not that we don't love all of your beautiful words. It's just a time thing and it's just easier for us to, like, quickly reread yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, that one. We always talk so much and then at the end of the episode we're like, oh – we don't have a worse first that fits the amount of talking we've just done. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so send send them to us again. Bump them in the email. Uh, sorry, we, we need, like, an intern at some point in life who can help us sort our um, correspondence. We since do. We're both working, schooling, lifing a lot. Um, but we love every single – we do read your messages. We love them. Um, we just get disorganized sometimes with them. But we appreciate hearing from you, and the, all of your words mean so much to us. And, yeah, we love just – hearing from you so please reach out just say hi tell us what you like to hear what you want to hear more of like we're so open to that especially now as we um transition transition into new daters um liza i have an idea should when we get 500 reviews on itunes should we have date 13 on yeah that sounds great okay so guys hurry up because i think you'll come on (laughs) yeah especially this summer because get us there before the summer because we'll all be in the same city i think it's not that Uh, far away but yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I think we can do it. And maybe it. you guys don't even want to hear from him, but I think it would be fun and an interesting conversation, especially if we can do it like with drinks live in New York. Oh, for sure. Not live at a live show. Ooh, we need to do a live show. So many things. Yes. We love you so guys. So many things. So we many love things. you so much. And uh, go on a date. Go on a date.